welcome to Changing Academic Life. I'm Geraldine Fitzpatrick, and this is a podcast series where academics and others share their stories, provide ideas, and provoke discussions about what we can do individually and collectively to change academic life for the better. Welcome to this episode, which I'm just going to do as a final wrap of the season. So we started this season in September 2022, and we've released 23 episodes. Many of these have been conversations that I've split into two parts, hopefully with the aim of making them more digestible chunks of um, audio and encouraging the likelihood of people listening through to the end because I often find people have so many interesting things to say, and particularly as we get further on in conversations. So I actually find the conversations hard to wrap up earlier. I'd be really interested in hearing back from you about how you find this, splitting the conversations into two, and more generally, any feedback at all about what sort of things um, are working well for you, what isn't working so well for you, any particular suggestions that you have. I'd also love to hear if there are any particular themes you'd like to hear more about or if you have any particular suggestions for people you'd like me to talk to. You can leave those as comments by going to the changingacademiclife.com slash contact webpage and just send me a short message there or you can email me directly at my university email address Geraldine.fitzpatrick at tuveen.ac.at. Reflecting back on this season, I've really enjoyed bringing all the conversations that we've had. And I think there have been some really interesting themes if I, if I think back on my own learnings. We started off with Oscar Tromboli, who's one of our external non-academic experts, and he provided a lot of really practical insights into how to be good listeners and why that's so critically important. And I think that was a nice fly-on as well to the conversations that we had with Julie Keynes and Ashley um, O'Kane, both of whom stepped up to really big departmental leadership roles service roles that they took on. And it was really inspiring to hear how they dealt with the different challenges they face, the strategies they tried and the ways in which they really tried to walk the talk about some of these listening principles that Oscar talked about, as well as the ways that they engaged, tried to engage people um, in participatory processes. And they're both also very reflective about their own roles as leaders. Later on in the season, we, we had Marta Cecanato talk about the importance of leadership and its role in promoting well-being. And we also heard from Elizabeth Churchill later on in the season, who reflected on many different aspects related to leadership, in particular how to develop really effective teams and, and the role of diversity and so on and bringing out the best in people. We also heard about a very different form of leadership and service and stepping up to those roles. In in the conversation with Stuart Reeves, he talked about volunteering to be part of the Senate. 
a member of the university senate. And, and that's a very different way of stepping up and making a difference and choosing to be active in changing academic life at these more political, policy-driven, structural levels. And again, very inspiring about what's involved in doing that and the challenges of working at that level of scale. One of the other themes that we had was around well-being more generally. Um, I just mentioned about Marta and uh, her conversations around how leadership can promote well-being. Marta also talked about very practical well-being strategies in terms of managing boundaries and and managing in particular our use of digital devices and also just general self-care practices. Uh, we had Dara McCashin uh, share about uh, imposter feelings of being an imposter and ways of practically dealing with that and reflecting more generally about the work that they're doing in a European network looking at researcher health and mental uh, mental health and well-being. Then there were also some general themes around peer review and some of that was triggered by a release of a replay of a an earlier conversation with Gloria Mark in honour of her releasing a book called Attention and my subsequent personal reflection uh, on from my review hall of shame uh, where I let some of my own biases influence the ways in which I argued against a paper that thankfully did eventually get accepted uh, at, at that conference and was one of the core pieces of work underpinning the book that Gloria released. Again, that book, if you get a chance to read it, is great and also contributes to very practical strategies for managing well-being. And connected to this was also a really interesting conversation with Heike Vinci's The Fearless, talking about some of the challenges for people from the global south and some of the reviewer biases that they face. And she also talked more generally around issues of diversity and what she called pluriversality, which I found really interesting. And further on the topic of peer review, Edward Lee shared with us his uh, reflections on and experiences of, of the toxic culture of peer review in computer science with some, some of the ways it plays out and some of the suggestions for what we could do. And hopefully these episodes might help us all reflect more generally about how we can be more balanced in our own peer reviewing activities and really be aware of the significant power we hold as reviewers and the responsibility that that um, uh, entails. And sort of related to issues of peer review, but reflecting at a more general level, we also had some conversations that reflected more on notions of excellence. We talk about research excellence so often in academia. And so one of those was a replay of a conversation I had done with James Wilston talking about responsible research evaluation and responsible use of metrics and you know peer review plays into the, those sorts of metrics in, in really critical ways. And the last of the conversations that I released was with Sarah Davies, who, talking from her own personal experiences as well as the research that she and her team have done on 
science and scientists and and uh, research cultures. She also talked about uh, notions of excellence and in particular in the second part of the conversation, the role of luck and how that should challenge us to temper our understandings of excellence with an understanding of the role that serendipity and life circumstance and all sorts of other contextual factors can play in the opportunities that people have available to them and in their their opportunities to take advantage of um, context. And this was similarly reflected in some of the themes from part one that Sarah talked about in terms of her own experiences, mobility and precarity and the, some of the challenges of of those aspects of academia and also who gets to be mobile and what that means. So I think there have been some really interesting themes across all of these conversations in the last series that hopefully have been food for thought and reflection for yourself. I know that I've really got a lot out of having those conversations personally and um, just in having them and also I get a chance to re-listen to them in great depth as I process them afterwards where I'm always blown away by what people have shared. So getting to the transitions. And so looking forward, one of the things that I am going to be working on over the summer is moving all the podcasts to a better uh, server, a more specialist podcast server, and as part of that also revamping the web page. That will not make any difference to you know, the your favourite podcast app uh, where hopefully you've subscribed to this podcast because it will still just collect the RSS feed but there, there will be a new web page that will hopefully be easier to maintain for the longer term. As part of getting the, the podcast web pages sorted out We've also been working hard over the last months in trying to get more of the podcast transcribed. And towards this, I'm particularly grateful to Sabrina Bircher, who's done a lot of work over the last months in transcribing some of the, more, the current podcasts, as well as starting to work through the backlog of podcasts that I haven't already had transcriptions done um, by myself for. Uh, Sabrina has now moved on to take up a PhD position and I want to wish her all the very best for that and just to say how grateful I've been for the, the, the real care and attention to detail that she's brought to the transcriptions to date. I'm also grateful to have Raphael Fraker and Katerina Werner who are going to help doing some of the transcriptions of the backlog moving forward and Silke Book. Berger is working with us over as a summer intern um, and is helping with some of the transcriptions and also going to help me in getting the transcripts uploaded to um, try to do an analysis tool. So maybe we can start doing some high level analyses over the, the podcast content. And if you really like transcribing or have time to do a transcription for us, that would be great to get some help as well. Because we do all of this, I, I do all of this on my own resources in, and in my spare time, basically. And so if you, if you particularly want to volunteer to do a transcription, let me know and I can 
point you to one of the past episodes that's still waiting to be transcribed. We'd really appreciate any help. Part of doing the motivation for doing the transcriptions, apart from thinking about maybe doing some high-level analysis, was in the first place driven from hearing from people who with hearing impairments and, and the ways in which transcriptions really help them, so making the podcast more accessible, and also just hearing from lots of other people that having the transcriptions available to read while they're listening to the podcast really helped them in processing the content. So, yeah, the, the transcriptions, I think, are really important to, to get done. So that's one big transition that's going to be happening over the summer, uh, moving the podcast to a new web podcast server and uh, setting up a whole new podcast web page. The other big transition is a personal one, and... Uh, we have formal retirement, um, mandatory retirement at 65 from our university. So at the end of September, I will be formally stepping down or stopping my full-time professorial position at the Technical University of Vienna. So I have lots of mixed emotions about that. Uh, on the one hand, it will be really it's it's a hard process to step back from the most amazing research group uh, that I have the privilege of working with and wonderful colleagues there and wonderful students um, admin staff everyone uh, it and peers it's it sounds very weird to for me to be saying talking saying that this is a retirement and on the other hand, I'm also very excited about the opportunities that this provides me to transition into focusing more fully on the work that I've been doing in, in sort of ad hoc pieces up to now around the workshops and leadership training courses and facilitation and speaking and coaching and whatever, um, to be able to give my full attention to that work as I'm really committed to doing what I can to contribute to changing academic life for the better. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It will be a big transition and I am curious to see how it works out. I'll be able to share more with you about that as we start the new season uh, in September, October this year. So... Reflections on the season to date, um, just sharing a couple of big transitions happening over my northern summer here. So in wrapping up, just a reminder that if you have any feedback you want to give on the podcast more generally, on particular episodes, on themes you'd like to hear more about or people you'd like me to talk to, or if you wanted to volunteer to do a transcription, just send a message using the contact form on changingacademiclife.com slash contact or send me an email via my university email address at geraldine.fitzpatrick at tuveen.ac.at. And I do want to thank in particular all the people who have reached out during the past season, whether it's through Twitter comments or LinkedIn comments or direct emails just with feedback and comments on the episodes to date, um, just noting things that have struck, it really makes a difference because it is a lot of work and I really enjoy doing it. And it 
helps a lot when I hear the ways in which it connects and the difference that it can make for people. And I'm particularly honoured to be able to provide voice to so many of the amazing people that I get to talk to. And I think that's one of the things that really strikes me as I, as I reflect on all this. And it is that everyone is amazing. And that means the colleagues sitting at the desk next to you, they're amazing. And it means that you're amazing. We all have stories, like the people that I'm speaking to, and there's nothing particularly special about them, although they are special, of course. And so I'm hoping as well that these conversations trigger you to have different sorts of conversations yourselves around the coffee machine, around the water cooler where you work. Because we are all amazing in our own ways and we all have stories to share. We all have things we can learn from one another. So I encourage you to connect and and be human. So I look forward to bringing new conversations starting in September, October 2023. I already have two conversations recorded that I'm really excited about bringing to you because I think they're both really important conversations on for, for different reasons. And I also look forward to showcasing the new website then. So whatever you're doing over these next couple of months, uh, taking a break or trying to stay warm in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, Take care, look after yourselves, Um, remember to give yourselves a break, to congratulate yourselves on what you've achieved over these last months. Um, And I look forward to reconnecting again in in a couple of months. You can find the summary notes, a transcript and related links for this podcast on www.changingacademiclife.com. You can also subscribe to Changing Academic Life on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And you can follow Change Acad Life on Twitter. And I'm really hoping that we can widen the conversation about how we can do academia differently. And you can contribute to this by rating the podcast and also giving feedback. And if something connected with you, please consider sharing this podcast with your colleagues. Together, we can make change happen.